Joan Healy, what an absolute honour it is to chat with you and thank you so much for taking the time. I can imagine that it was all going your house this morning. Your sister, Phil, she is officially in an Olympic final. Oh, I mean, unbelievable scenes. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat. Thanks so much for having me, Louise. Oh my God. I To be honest, I can't explain to you. There are no words for it. Like when you just said it there now that she's in an Olympic final, like the shivers that just ran off my whole body is... Oh my God, I lost my life this morning um, because I was looking at the live results and I don't think it had come up in the track yet. And it certainly hadn't come up on the commentary on TV. And I had just seen that the US were disqualified and I absolutely, like my housemates were like, oh my God, what's she after doing? Like I was jumping and laughing around the place. I rang mom like straight away. Be like, oh my God, they're in, they're in. Um, It was an incredible feeling. And like, of course, like as soon as I saw her, walk out onto the track like the tears came um it's been it's been a rather emotional week as well because even thinking of her just being out there and everyone was asking me you know what does it feel like to have someone in the olympics and it's just an incredible feeling to know someone there but then like for that person to be like your immediate family and be my sister and then i know the hard work um that she has put into it herself and of course the rest of the team i mean they are just a credit to the country it's unbelievable like and I mean I was kind of laughing when you said you had to leave your family and go and watch the race on your own because of your own nerves you know we saw the scenes in like Skibbereen Rowing Club I thought you'd be similar now that you'd all get together as a family and you know make a big event out of it uh no I'm actually do you know what I'm way worse for for Phil's events than I would be for my own events and I think it's just because I know like what the process is I know what the thoughts are, you know, when you're you're heading to to the track that morning, you know, when you're going through your warm up, when you're going into the call room, and I know what like that feeling of tension is like, you know, sitting with the other athletes, and you know, some people just like to sit down quietly, and other people just you know are shivering in the corner. So I know what those feelings are like, and oh, just to think of her out there, I uh, yeah, I was just so nervous this morning, like I was, I was trying to eat my breakfast, and it was empty reaching, I just couldn't, I couldn't deal with it, Um, so no, I kind of need, I need to be on my own, I need to concentrate, but then of course, we were on the phone, and we we're on FaceTime, and sure we spoke to her straight away afterwards, so it was incredible. Unreal, and like, I know FaceTime, and television, and technology is great, and you can feel, you know, as though you're there, but nothing really beats being there as the saying goes like would you have loved Joan to be in Tokyo as a spectator I mean I know first and foremost you wanted to be there as an athlete yourself absolutely I mean we had fully intended to be out there the life savings were going towards the trip to Tokyo um, and especially when it was supposed to be last year um, so yeah it is you know obviously you're you're incredibly proud of of her being there but then you're you're hit with a little bit of disappointment that you actually you know you can't go out there and you can't share it with her and you can't cheer her on and you know um, you you just don't know what's down the line you know you don't know if anyone's going to make another Olympics so like you know everyone has these plans but you just don't know how the body's going to behave and so when these do come around you obviously want to cherish every moment so yeah, it is a little bit disappointing that we couldn't go and we definitely hadn't fully intended on going. Um, but sure, look, it's the same for everyone. Everyone's in the same boat, the whole entire world. And she's keeping us updated every single day. We were getting loads of videos of the village and from their holding camp. And then she tuned in to us today when they were um, just had just come through from the track having run. So, you know, it was great to see, you know, that raw excitement of them all there as well, just after it happened. Yeah. So tell me, what did she say on FaceTime? Like, was she crying? Was she shouting down the phone? 
Not at all. She was just like insanely cheering. Um, uh, I think the rest of us were probably, I, I know for a fact anyway, that mom will have been crying. Um, I was crying. Um, but we were just, just so proud. Like, um, obviously, you know, the team, you know, it's the first time this, this event has been in the Olympics. So it's hard to know and, you know, and what to expect from, from every other country and from our own team. But, you know, they had done so well in World Relays. Um, so it was very exciting. But, you know, the standard for track and field is just so incredibly high. And, and I know we've had such great success in the rowing this week and as well with the boxing. And I think people, you know, kind of think, well, OK, we did so well in the rowing. We did so well in the boxing. Now we'll probably do so well in the athletics as well. But like athletics is such a world dominated sport um that you know even getting to the olympics in a track and field event is an incredible achievement in itself so i suppose we you obviously hoped that they would make the final but i think we kind of thought okay it's maybe might be a little bit out of their reach but and i know two teams were disqualified but then it turned out that even if those teams weren't disqualified they would have still qualified which is just immense yeah, it is. It's immense. And I know you said it's the first year for the mixed re- relay like and relay running must be a really strange one. I know you do it yourself, Joan, as an athlete, because like you are really depending on how your teammates perform. It's kind of because I do feel like athletes have to be selfish when they run individual events. But like in the relay, you have to run for one another like. Absolutely. And it's, you know, when you do the majority of your competitions as an individual, it's actually really hard to go and then rely on three other people. But at the same time, you know, it's nice to be part of a team and then you end up being such a close knit team. And, you know, they will have the six of them that went out. Um, so they will have been really close in the in the holding camp out there and they have gotten to know each other really well. Um, and it's an incredible feeling to have a team event for such an individual sport. Um, but at the same time, it is very nerve wracking because, you know, obviously you feel great and you want to do your best, but you don't know how anyone else is going to react to the occasion or, you know, who's going to be on their leg or what's going to happen. Like so many things can happen, especially in a four by four. Um, there's lots of jostling around there and, you don't want someone to take off too fast over the first 200 and have nothing to come home with. And that tends to happen too with a lot of athletes. They, you know, the occasion takes over. But I have to say, like all four of them did incredibly well. I mean, for Killian to start off the relay, you know, I mean, Killian hasn't had um, as much experience as, you know, in senior championships as Phil would have had. And to come out here and make like a senior debut in an Olympic Games and then start the relay off was incredible. Um, and obviously, you know, Phil did her part in, in, in the relay. And, you know, we, we never really have any doubt. She's a championship performer and she always pulls it out. Then on to Sophie. Sophie's just started, you know, starting to make her senior debut. She was in the European Indoor Championships this year. So again, to be out there on an Olympic track running a leg of a four by four relay and she has worked so hard the whole way through and she she's trained quite a bit as well with Phil um, and they've been great to bring each other on and then to finish with Chris O'Donnell's leg I mean that was insane what he came home with how he found that in the tank was incredible so for all of them to go out there all four to go out there and run out of their skins in such on such a big stage you can't ask for anything more. 
Yeah, no, absolutely not. Only that they do it again now and even faster for the final. <laughs> and anything can happen in a final. And this is true. And I mean, it's so intense on their bodies, Joan, because like, you know, Phil also has to run the 200 metre and the 400 metre. She has heats for both of those and now an Olympic final for the relay. So in terms of like, I don't want to use the phrase burnout, but like, how do you, you as an athlete, like set your mind and body on the right track for this, literally? Well, Phil has, you know, had a lot of experience of championship running and she's had a lot of experience of going through the rounds at a championship. Um, and as well, she's done a lot of championship running in the 400. So that will definitely stand her, um, especially from this year being in the European Championships and she made it to all the way to the final. Um, so she'll definitely be relying on that experience. Um, as for the rest of them, I think they will probably be looking up to Phil in this sense. Um you know, obviously, because it was it was eight o'clock out there, um, Tokyo time, uh, it's going to be hard for them to kind of settle down and get to sleep tonight. Um, no doubt with the excitement and the surprise of going to be in an Olympic final tomorrow. Um, but they've more than 24 hours to recover. They'll get into their recovery boots. They'll get a little bit of physio. They'll try and get some sleep. And, you know, you, it's the same for every athlete. You know, it's a quick turnaround for every single athlete. Um, and they just have to put that out of their minds if they're feeling any little tiredness and you know what when they'll step out into the track tomorrow and they'll realize that they're in an olympic final and you know this is what dreams are made of they will just get an absolute rush of adrenaline and i know phil you know yes she has her own individual event um but she knew what the potential was for this relay and you know, she had no qualms in saying that she was putting all her eggs into this basket and this is what she was dealing with first and she'll take one event at a time. You know, she's the heat done today. She'll do the final tomorrow. She's not thinking about what's happening on Monday and, and Tuesday for her 200 and 400. Tomorrow now is the big dance. Unbelievable. Well, look, we're going to all be waiting with bated breath and I know that it's going to be so exciting. By the time this interview is aired, we'll actually have a result. So I don't know whether we're going to be uh, happy or sad about it, but either way, like it's an incredible source of pride for the country. Unbelievable. I mean, to make an Olympic Games, to become an Olympic, an Olympian, like that journey, every athlete has their story. Um, it has not been plain sailing for any athlete in any event to get to an Olympic Games. Um, so to even make it out there, especially, you know, the last year and a half that we've had, but then to make an Olympic final, like no one will ever be able to take that from them. No, for sure. Absolutely not. And look, I, I definitely have so much more I want to talk to you about, Joan, and I know we're, we're tight on time, but quickly just uh, let's have a look ahead to, to Phil's individual events, because we know how incredible she is at running the 200 and 400 metres. So. As a sister, I mean, the inside track, are you nervous at all about, you know, maybe the being up against the world's best, like names that are recognised globally? I'm not, to be honest. She's a championship performer. Um, look, she will have had two rounds of a 400 um, in her legs before she hits the 200 heats. Um, the standard is incredibly high um, for the 200 and the 400. But, you know, Phil is not someone that, you know, is scared running against these people. She relishes it. She knows that these people are going to bring the best out in her. And look, being such a competitive event, especially the 200, Phil could come out and run a national record on, on Monday and it still might not progress her 
to the semis. That's how high the standard is in the 200 and the same and the same in the 400. Um, but look, she's got a really busy schedule. Um, like I said, the relay is number one priority now at the moment. Um, and once tomorrow is done with, then she'll start turning her focus um, to the 200. But I have no doubt in her that she's going to go out there. She's going to do her best and she's going to put in a performance that I know that she will be happy with. Unbelievable, yeah. And I'm sure that all of you will be buzzing for as well. And look, here's hoping. You never know. Cork is on a winning streak, as I mentioned. There could be more. And West Cork. And West Cork in particular. Down to West Cork. Unbelievable scenes. I mean, what's in the water down there, Joan Healy? Can you send us up some? We're going to be keeping that one to ourselves now. Well, do, because you have the secret recipe this year for sure. Uh, I've got to ask you as well, I mean, track and field, you mentioned Ireland have such a strong contingent in Tokyo this year. Is there any other event or any other athlete in particular that you're keeping an eye on on the Irish squad? Uh, we'll, obviously, we'll be looking at all of them. Um, we had Tom Barr now again um, already this morning. So Tommy has progressed to the semifinals in the 4 by 4 or the 400 hurdles, my apologies. Um, so he's on Sunday, so we'll definitely have all eyes on him. Um, and then Sarah Lavin as well, another Limerick girl. Um, she'll be in the 100 metre hurdles. And then we've got long distance runners. Uh, we've got Mark English, we've got Michelle Finn, who's in Cork with us as well. Um, and then the marathon runners and the walkers. So all eyes will be on all the Irish. But to be quite honest, I'm so obsessed with athletics in every single event. It's not just, you know, my own or not just, you know, my 100 metres. Um, so I will be glued to absolutely every single event. And Joan, we know that you're an absolutely epic athlete yourself and that you're going to have your sights set on uh, making your way to an Olympics. You're young enough to get there and I know that it's in you. So tell me, is it too early days to ask the question, is there a possibility we might see two Healy sisters representing Ireland in Paris 2024? Fingers crossed, yeah, I'm coming back from my uh, disastrous year of injury. Um, so hopefully that I can get in some injury-free, consistent training blocks and be out there the next time in Paris. Joan, to all the Healy's and in particular, I suppose, look, to let you know that we're all flying the flag for Phil. We wish you absolutely every success and please God, the next time we chat, we'll be celebrating something fantastic. Thank you so much, Joan Healy. Thanks a million.